August 11th. Hey, B1, he went and threw on the Lions colored merch. I want to believe. Oh, hey, B might have a new team this year, baby. Hey, oh, I, I, I want to I want even think about that, but you know. Oh, shit. That's how I get. That's how I seeping. That's how I get you, man. You know. But uh, we back, man. Uh, Thursday, August 11th. Another great episode coming up with the Man to Man pod. Appreciate you guys joining us on one half of the show. Darius Butler got my co-host, Antoine Bethea. What's good? Hey, man, we about to get jumping, man. Uh, a lot to talk about. Obviously, NFL season's right around the corner. Um, we got more preseason games starting tonight. Really the first week of preseason. Last week was, you know, just a Hall of Fame game. Um, we got some, some games tonight through Saturday. Uh, definitely looking forward to that. Me and AB caught uh, the first episode of Hard Knocks um, this year. We're definitely going to talk about that. Going to talk about preseason, Hard Knocks. Um, speaking of Hard Knocks, we got the NFC North today, right? Yeah, we got the NFC North. We're going to break that down. Get our opinion on <clears throat> on who we think can take the NFC North and, you know, good and mm-hmm. bad, um, the ugly. Um, obviously, we're going to tap into, you know, Serena Williams, man. She you know, came out and said, you know, looking, <clears throat> looking like she's going – Hang them up, man, and call it quits. You know, on a great, great, great um, career, I would say the GOAT. Um, yeah. You know, Mount my, my, my Rushmore, so we're going to talk on that. Um, what else we got? Um, NFC North, Hard Knocks, preseason football. Our Colts, you know, came out yeah. about, you know, their, how much they will be playing or not playing. In their first preseason game, that, that's something to talk about, obviously. Maybe we might be good to that Patriots offense. A lot of question marks around them. But um, and then obviously we're gonna take questions from the chat, from the internet. I think we already got some loaded in from Twitter. No doubt. Uh, remember if you're using if you're on Twitter talking about the show, use that hashtag M2M Live. Uh, so we'll get to that and much, much more. On the other side, this incredible intro. Go. Sir, what's good? Uh, what it do? What it do? Hey, man, we got a question in the chat, and it's funny because uh, when I watch the hard knocks, I was thinking the same thing. But we gonna we gonna <laughs> wait for that. We gonna wait for that question, man. Okay. Uh, when we get to hard knocks, but it's funny because I'm thinking while I'm watching, like, hmm, like what would have what would I have thought if I would have been in that that hold on that breakdown? But hey, let's <laughs> let's, let's wait for that. I think that's gonna be a good. I time. didn't even see the question yet, but I. But, Got a good idea what they talk about. Uh, yeah. Actually, when from the time we jumped off and threw the intro music on to now, I had some breaking news uh, coming from New England. Uh, one of my guys, uh, James White, has officially announced his retirement uh, from the NFL. Uh, we all remember him in that Super Bowl victory against Atlanta, the game that he had and the career that he had. Great, great career up there in New England. Um, always a mismatch coming out of that backfield. Somebody you had the game plan for. Yeah, sweet feet. Sweet, sweet feet. feet. Yeah, man. Um, you know, obviously the last couple of years for him been rough, you know, on and off the field, dealing with some some uh major tragedy in his family. Um, but he's moving on to a to a new chapter in his life. So congratulations to him, James White, on an uh, incredible career and looking forward to everything you're gonna be doing off the field, man. No doubt, man. You know, he's part of the sports and entertainment group family, man. So, again, <clears throat> great career, man. Uh, James Sweetfeet White, man. Uh, wish you the best in, um, you know, your endeavors after after the game, man. Great dude. Um, yes, sir. Great energy, man. Good dude, man. So, salute to James White. Big salute. Big salute, man. Yeah, man. So, look, man, we got one of the um, – 
one of the goats. You know, we obviously we mm -hmm. talked about James White. You know, um, <clears throat> announcing his retirement. Serena Williams plans to retire after twenty after the twenty twenty two U.S. Open. Um, you know, she had a quote as well, speaking on motherhood. Believe me, I never wanted to have to choose between tennis and a family. I don't think it's fair. If I were a guy, I wouldn't be writing this because I'd be out there playing and winning while my wife was doing the physical labor of expanding our family. Quoted Serena Williams, mother and mother, honestly. That's, that was in uh, the GQ? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, man. It, yeah. It's amazing career, man. Incredible career. Like you said, a lot of people would consider her the GOAT. I would consider her the GOAT. Um, and some other names people would mention, but uh, Serena, amazing, amazing career. I'm over here looking at some of her accolades now. Her career singles record, 855 and 153. So that's almost an 85% uh, winning percentage. Career titles, 73 overall career titles, fifth in overall rankings. Um, highest ranking, obviously, number one. Number one forever. Um, what is she, 23 Grand Slams? I think it was... 23 or 24. Okay. I okay. think it's I don't know. 23 or 24. Yeah. But, but um around that number. Incredible, incredible, incredible career. Like Mount Rushmore. We had the Mount Rushmore conversation a few months back. I know her name at least came up in yeah. the conversation for both of us. So um shout out to Serena, man. Yeah, and I, you know, she she'll probably be away, you know, off the court, but I think you know she's still gonna have a major impact. Um, on the game i hope she does you know because a lot of um just a lot of women in general you know mm -hmm. and then especially you know uh black or brown um young ladies looking up to her you know you look at you know coco and 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 yeah. the young women that's coming up in the game now and just what not only serena but even you know her sister venus as well uh, what they were able to do uh for the game just in that trajectory of of you know uh, black women in the game so amazing career like you said definitely looking to see what what she has in store um after the game after her retirement i'm pretty sure we'll be hearing a lot from her man doing some some major things out here yeah she and she already been busy uh off the court you know investment wise i want to say yeah. she got like a, a fund you know, she's part owner of the dolphins uh her and her sister doing incredible incredible things off the um off the court too so like you said we this We'll definitely be seeing a lot of Serena, but um, we were blessed, and I know you follow tennis more closely than I do, uh, but we were blessed to definitely see her throughout majority of her career. She was doing it before I even knew, you know, what was going on, but um, great time to be alive and watch a goat. No doubt. Actually, I'll check that movie out too, man, King Richard. Yeah. Dope, dope movie. You see, you know, how it all came together. Yeah, Molly Moore, 700 more wins than losses. It's crazy. <laughs> that win percentage is nuts. 85% win percentage. That, yeah, that's that's wild. That's wild. And sticking on, um, sticking with that, we had a story come out of the um the WNBA that uh we were talking about with Tone earlier. Mm-hmm. And uh you saw Serena's quote about motherhood. Nafisa Collier gave birth to her daughter less than three months ago. She took the court again with the Minnesota Lynx. So uh, shout out to her, man. That's always obviously something we don't have to deal with as men. Yeah. But we saw, you know, with, um, with Felix, Alex Felix on on, on track, yeah. things she dealt with. And uh, it, it's incredible what, what these women are able to do, how they're able to get their bodies back and what they're dealing with mentally, mentally emotionally, yeah. hormones, yeah. all these things that we couldn't even imagine. And they get out there and compete, not only compete, but competing at the highest level. Uh, and we know how how fragile that is for an athlete. You know, we go to something like training camp where you have the ability to just go and lock in for a certain amount of time. And obviously, you're not able to do that a lot of times as a woman, as Serena spoke on. So shout out to these women, man, these super women doing amazing things in their field of sports. And obviously, more importantly, you know, um, at home with the family. Yeah, man, because I just think about it, you know, um, my oldest and my youngest, you know, my oldest, she was born in the in the heart of training camp, you know, July 30th in the heart of training camp. So, you know, just to just think about the quote that we just read from Serena, it's like, you know, the shoes was on the other foot. Man, my yeah. season, 
might be done. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, trying to battle back and, and to your point, not knowing how you're going to react um, emotionally with, with all the hormones going on. And then, you know, my mm-hmm. youngest, um, born in December, you know what I mean? So, again, you know, I think we, we probably don't talk about it as much as we should. Yeah. Uh, but as always, you know, we always want to salute the mothers for what they have to go through day in and day out. And then obviously, you know, the, the, the women athletes, what they have to go through, giving birth, trying to expand their family, but at the same time, holding it down on the court, uh, whether it's, you know, or in their perspective field as far as sport. Mm-hmm. So we definitely got to shout out the women, man, doing their thing and, and, and being Big strong, facts. being strong for real. Big facts. Speaking of women or young ladies in sports, shout out to my oldest daughter, man, Maya. She going into high ball. school, freshman, made the freshman volleyball team. That's dope. Uh, obviously, she was, you know, uh, nervous, excited. This is a new sport that she's kind of um, getting into. She's a black belt in taekwondo, but this is her real, like, team sport. And it took her a while, you know, high school, and you're getting into it, you're starting it off. So um, she's excited, though. She made the team, you know, had tr- two days of tryouts, had a week of camp before that. And uh, they announced the team like on on Insta, on IG, so it's different IG. nowadays. But they announced it on IG like an hour, two hours after the last tryout. Well, everybody, well, woo, IG is different now. You know, back in the yeah. day, you know, especially basketball. You know, you know, uh, you got them trials. Hey, next next morning, we're gonna have it posted up by the gym. Post it up, right on you. Post it up. Like, nah, brother, this is your third time going up and down that list, bro. You, you don't see your name on there. Keep it moving, man. You got a first period, the bell by the ring. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, yeah those, those those were the times. So they had that posted on, on the gram. So we were actually driving. She, you know, just yelled out in excitement um, in the back, so, the back seat. So shout out to Maya, man, starting her, her team sports journey. And team sports, you know, I think is critically important um for for development for 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 young people even for older people honestly but especially for young people so much you got to deal with in sports um that can kind of give you that before you start dealing with it in real life honestly yeah. you know you deal with failure you deal with disappointment you deal with um you know having to be a good teammate sometimes having to have uncomfortable conversations communication, being vulnerable, communication like all these different things all you deal with yeah. in sports uh, and now at that age, you don't even know that you're dealing with them. You know, you're just trying to play and win and do all these things and do your part. But um, it helps you, I think, uh, grow and deal with other things as an adult. So I'm excited for a journey, man. Now, congratulations. Congratulations, man. You got to get some highlights, man. So throughout, Facts. The, throughout the year, we can we can post them on the show, man. Facts. Now, was you going up and down that list, too? I didn't have to check that list. I oh, knew. Nah, nah. All right, you, know, you know what I mean? Nah. I was helping coach with the trial. You, hey, shit, I'm coming. I'm coming straight off the off the football field. You know, and you, and you, everything. I, I, it was, you know it was love, shit. man. It was love. You know that shit alphabetical order too. You you go hey, down right. the bottom of the list. No, hey, you coach, A B. Hey, both coach, your left. I, I see you at practice. <laughs> I see you at practice. First team defense. Think about Latimer now. Shit, I see but, you at um, practice. What we got, man? Molly, Molly, see cat. <laughs> when you say no cap, you know you cap it. Hey. hey, you go at the bottom and have like if you still want to be a part of the program, DM try. us, reach up, reach out to the coaches. Shit, you know, come out there and be a be an assistant, water boy, camera guy, or something, camera girl. Oh man, yeah, sports, man. Gotta love it. <clears throat> man, let's, let's jump into it, man. We um you know, we, we kicking off, you know, this NFL season. We had the Hall of Fame game last week. Yeah. Um, this week, we were able to, um, the premiere of this year's um, Hard Knocks. You know, we got the yeah. Detroit Lions um, this year. You know what I mean? And I was able to tap in um, this first episode, the debut, Hard Knocks. And I, I thought it, it was solid. It was Agreed. solid. It was solid. It was solid. You know, um Definitely, you know, it, it touched on on the coach and the type of um, guy he is. You know, his career had a solid career. I think he had a nine, ten-year career. Um, you know, tied in position, kind of showed his transition into um, into the coaching realm. Yeah, um, they just 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 showed the grit, and that's I guess that's their motto out there in Detroit. 
you know, it's just grit. And, you know, just sit, show how they was out there working, grinding. Yeah. Um, and I'm interested to see, man, how, how Detroit's going, how they going to play this year. Obviously, got a bunch of former players on the coaching staff. One of our, uh, our former teammates, Kelvin Shepard. Kelvin, yep. Yeah, Kelvin Shepard. Um, so, man, I'm, I was impressed, man. And I was impressed with the rookie, man. You know, we got the, the rookie show. So he did his thing. Yeah, he he did his thing. He he did it right. We we've talked about it on here before. You know, as a rookie, certain things you're gonna have to do. Certain things everybody has done to kind of earn their stripes in most teams and name, school, signing bonus, and then you get up there and perform when it's your time. And he and he did. He he, he fucked up a little bit at the beginning. Yeah, powered through it. Yeah, made it to the hook. Once you get that crowd engagement, you 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 good, you good at that point. <laughs> you good. You good. Yeah. Once you get the crowd, once once the crowd get the vibing with you, yeah, smooth selling. What so what good. song did you what song did you do um for your rookie? Man, you it was embarrassing, man. You like you did the fight the the fight song. Man, I, I'm so glad it's no footage of this shit because it was so embarrassing. I, and I was thinking about it. I was watching me and Patrick Chung actually. We dehydrated together. We had skits and stuff too, but the one song we we did like, Casey and it, was like or it was like shy. If I ever fall in love, it was probably my dumb ass decision too. Yeah, 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 I'm gonna kill that part. The high note, I'm gonna get. Man, we got our ass booed. <laughs> Pepper throw that shit was trash, man. But uh, oh, bro, man. I remember being so stressed out about them rookie skits because we used to have to wake up early, get in there like six, go over like yeah. thirty minutes beforehand because. The coach used to tell us like, "Hey, don't get up there, and be bullshit." <laughs> like the crowd, it ain't it ain't an easy crowd. You got to get up. You can't do these things. You can't talk about these certain things. Which the list wasn't long, uh, but it was certain things that was kind of off limits. But uh, that shit was stressful, man. But we got through it. The got last uh, person we had on the show, Rich, Rich Ornberg. We're gonna have to get him back on at some point because he was like. He was the guy for our class that at any point in time, we could just put him up there. He was like the Pat McAfee of the team. So yeah. he took a lot of pressure off everybody else. And he just would, would just have everybody dying laughing. So they would kind of forget about the rest of the rookie class, man. But um, a lot of fun, man. But like you said, you just got to go in there with some humility. Obviously, Aiden Hutchinson. I think, and I like, hey, man, I ain't going to lie. I know you said I can only have four teams this year. But them Lions, man, they, they, they warned me over as far as just rooting for him and we always talk about yeah. you know positive we always want everybody to do well but yeah here and there cam you know seeing him just just be himself seeing his staff our former teammate kind of even even touched on something when uh kelvin shepherd he was like you know going around because he's been coaching for a few years now in the league and he was like man i was you know, i was thinking about cutting my hair you know because he got dreads he's had them since his playing days he was like, i was thinking about cutting my hair and uh, Dan Campbell basically told me, like, nah, like, that's that's who you are. You know, we're hiring Kelvin Shepard. We're not hiring, you know, who would you think you're supposed to look or sound like. We're hiring you for yourself. And you can see that, like you said, up and down his staff. Bunch of former players who get it. Um, guys who are passionate about it. Watching Deuce Staley and Aaron Glenn during practice. Yeah. Like, that shit made me miss football. Made me miss practice. Like, when you have coaches like that, obviously players going to be talking shit. But when you got your coaches going at it, too, that's a different, uh, a different level of uh, competitors doing practice, doing training camp when it's when it's gritty, it's tough. Uh, hearing his speech, he's just a football player through and through, man. And I, I, I'm, I'm root, I'm root for those guys, man. I'm root for those lions. This yeah, might be man. The year. It's, it's, it's been, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's wow. been a while for the for the organization. So obviously, um, you know, I, I want to see him do well. Um, but again, you know, all the all the speeches. And all the talks and all that is it, it, good for TV, but we got Great. we got we got to we got to put it together, man. So I'm I'm very interested to see what, the type of product they'll be able to put out there on the field. Um, I'm looking at the practices, man. I'm like, damn, I I, I don't remember um, too many times, bro. They were really going live, and they were really you know first day though. Hey, you know, for yeah, I, it was. I was like, who is this? A different. It's a, Trust me, man. You gotta trust me, man. Hey, it's a little different, you know. Um, but I would have to pull coach aside and be like, "All right, now." But um, but again, and, you know, he 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 knows what is his guys' needs. He know he knows what he needs. So he said, "Trust him," and we are gonna see if uh if, if it works out, if it pans out. Um, yeah, he first day, first day, tap full hour, like, ew, 
all right that's that's you know that's interesting but like you said you got to trust them and um man that was that was that was shocking to see though that was definitely yeah. shocking um i want to get to this comment um it was, it was ace boogie ace boogie axis earlier um he said he couldn't wait to ask this and i was thinking the same thing the running back on hard knocks Jamal Williams. Yeah, Jamal Williams. Team breakdown. Was that false chatter or nah? What you think, D-Buck? I'm going to say nah. I, I, I definitely think it was – and I, I've been seeing him. I think that was the same running back that came for the Packers, right? Yeah, so he, I, he – I, oh, that's just – I think that's his that, – Yeah, that's who he is. That, that's, that's who he, he is, is, you yeah. know. But so. I thought – I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, you know, it's hard knocks, you know, it's cameras around. A lot of cameras. Know, a lot of mics. Everybody, you know, people mic'd up. I was like, uh. but he got he got into it. I think maybe you know he had something planned, and then something he, he so just, just struck a chord in him, and he started going. Uh, you know, it. Let's be honest. For for me, it wouldn't have moved me. You know, it's it's a training camp breakdown. It's a speech. You know, we yeah we were trash last year. We out working, and you know we get it. Um. But you know, it may it may have moved some guys in there. And obviously, he was passionate. I think I think he was being himself, and that's what yeah. really matters when you're in there. You being yourself, you do your thing. When it's time for you to break it down, that's on you. But uh, I I wouldn't put it in the false in the false chatter category. But you never know. And the mics and cameras out there, you never know. But uh, I think he was just being himself. What about you? Uh, <laughs> if you had to put it in, in one category, false chatter. But just you know, um, I think he was being himself. But but again, when um, when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. But I think it was um, I think it was you know, I think it was him being himself. I think we we yeah. both been in those huddles though. Somebody in that don't talk, and you back there rolling your eyes like, ah, oh, here you go again. Here you go. Hey, it, you know, and that was another guy who, you know, like you said, that, and that's kind of what – that was a common theme you see with the team is everybody being themselves. And, you know, all that shit can get old real quick from the speeches, like you said, from the, the this to that. We get to week eight and we get our head busting again. And it's not about – it's not all about win-loss record because you can look around yeah. your team and know, okay, this is how – this is oh, probably what we're – no, I'm saying it ain't all about win loss. I don't yeah. think at least during the season. Uh, when you got a t- when you're in a situation like the Lions are in, you don't just look at the record and say, "Okay, let's make decisions based off just our win loss record." Like you got to look at, okay. "Are we being competitive? Okay. Are we you, making can progress?" You, can you reel me back in real quick, D? But well, what? what what we talking about? Like what's what's not what's not about wins and losses? The season is not about wins and losses, or the season. Your ultimate goal, you obviously want to win games. You want to win as many games as possible. Okay. But every team, so like if you're the Rams, if you're the Bucks, if you're the Packers, okay, now we getting – Cowboys, like we getting win-loss, like that's all right. If you can't get it done at this point with the team that we have, with the guys that we have, the coaches, the staff, the continuity, all these things, all things considered, this is where this locker room, this organization should be to coming to the end of the year. With the Lions, it ain't like, all right, if we don't have a 12 and 5 season, go to we it's the failure of a season. No, nah, this team goes and gets six, seven wins, and they're competitive every week, and they're moving, they're you know, you see the progress in the right places. That's a good season for the Lions. I see, I hear I hear bullshit. All right, what's your opinion? So, what's a good season for the Lions this year for the Detroit Lions? A good season is making the playoffs. Making the playoffs, okay. Like I don't, I can't I can't say hey we we won seven games and I go up to the the owner and say man look we won seven games we had a good year this year as a head nah, coach as a head coach nah I'm like see me nah I, I, we had a good year this year we got seven wins we seven and ten nah I can't stand on that nah we we got a a good season is is wins and losses we can't pay big money we 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 spend an a, a, a normal amount of time in the building. Like mm-hmm. again, yeah, we're gonna have players where we say, okay, that player got better this year, that player got better this year, and even you can say collectively, okay, we, we got we got better this year, 
But as far as a good season, we going we we basing everything off of wins and losses. That's what this what this business is about. Is wins and losses. The coaches they get you get hired, you get rehired, you get a, a contract extensions because you you get wins and losses. Players you get big contracts when the teams when the team wins, wins and losses. You know what I'm saying? So, from in my opinion, I can't go. I can't. I can't go from two wins one season to seven wins the next season. Say, oh, we had a good year. I think it's about wins and losses. I get what you're saying as far as this other as a player. No, it's wins and losses. As a head coach, as a head coach, Dan Campbell. Now, obviously, like I, the ultimate goal is the championship. You got to get in the playoffs to win the championship. You got to win your division. All those things. For Dan Campbell. You win eight games this year. That's a you come out of that. You you sit down with your staff. You look at that's a good. That's a we, hey we we that's a good season this year, guys. That's a good season. We eight and nine. Eight and nine. That's a that's a good season. You go up to that. You sit down with that owner after the season. You sit down with the GM. Everybody sitting around. All right, you know how now going into next season. Now, okay, we won eight with what we had. We don't built this. We don't got a couple more draft pick. Got some more free agency. This is the second, third year the GM been here. Um, you know, whatever. Now it's now now it's playoffs. But if, but like, come on now, bro. We, we come on. You the head coach. You come out. You come out eight nine. You you not coming out looking at each other like, hey, you know, we we, we did we, good. Well, I'm we, not gonna we, sit in front of my team and say we had a good season. I'm not gonna go. No, 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 not in front of your team. This is a coach front office ownership type conversation in that locker room. That's what I'm, all that, 32 that, teams are saying. We trying to win a championship this year. And if we win eight games, I can sit in front of my guys and say, "Hey, look, we got better." But mm -hmm. I, I don't think I can say we had a good season. I can definitely say we got better and we making strides to what we trying to get to. But I don't think I can sit there and be tell the owner like, "Man, we had a good season. We eight and nine. or tell my coaches like. We had a good season. We eight nine. I can definitely sit in front of my coach. I can sit in front of D Buck. And say D Buck, right, you try to get fired. I'm gonna sell that eight nine. Better. You got me. You got me messed. I'm gonna sell the shit out to eight nine. Hey coach, look at this man. You, oh, you, the, you, man what's you, the you, owner's you, name? The Fords. Hey, you ain't gonna be able to. Sit. You ain't gonna be able. To. Look at I this mean, man. The Fords already know. Oh shit, we got eight wins. Oh yeah, we 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 doing all right. But three wins last year. Eight wins. We got better. We got a lot better. Eight lot years, better. and then now, hey, these are the goals going into next year. You know, continue giving me the resources. And I back to these. I'm rooting for this team for a lot of reasons, man. I like Dan Campbell, let me but that's three, let me staff. Hear three reasons why you rooting for your for your Detroit Lions. They my Detroit Lions. Your Lions. And I don't even have to, the staff is full of former players who obviously know the, and I want to see that work. Right, I agree. because I agree. because a lot of for so long people, oh, I don't know if players be coach, I don't know if this that is former players up and down, and and we know all these players for the most part, either from a distance or up close, and all these guys, you know, come with great track record. So I want to see um, that work. Now, for me, I don't think that that team. I'm looking from a roster top to bottom. I don't, I don't look at the team and say, okay, it's a playoff team. Mm -hmm. That's just me, honestly speaking. Uh, would I be shocked? Completely shocked they make the playoffs? No. But I don't see it. That's not my expectations for this team. So right. I want to see this team and this staff get a real chance, good two, three, as many years they earn together where they're showing improvement together to actually be like, okay, this is a staff that's – this is a team that's competing for playoff spot for division championships. You know, and then obviously ultimately to make a push to the Super Bowl. Um so that that's really the one reason I'm nah, I'm, I'm I'm rooting for this mob. I don't even have two other ones. That's the nah, one reason I'm rooting for this mob. No, nah, I'm with you on that. I would love to see them mom um, succeed for that for yeah. that reason. So I'm with you on that one. Yeah, oh, you man. got five now. You got five teams. No, nah, I don't got five teams. I'm just rooting for you know Tone, Tone, our producer. He's the head, him and him and Fox are the head of this bandwagon. So they don't need it. It's a lot of we got it's a lot of loyal Lion fans out there, too. So I respect that because it's been a long time. A long time. Yeah. Long, uh, long, long time. We're a couple weeks out now. When the when the when the when the real party begins, we're a couple weeks out. So we we're gonna see. They competed last year too. Remember, Justin Tucker had to Justin Tucker had to hit a, a, a six NFL a, record a bomb to, to to beat him. Uh, they competed. We'll see. Uh, actually, we're gonna get into.
You want to get into the NFC North? We got some other other shit to talk about. See, chill, rock, chill, rock. I only got four. I only got four. I'm, I'm sticking to my four. Uh, my four solid right now. Nah, man. yeah, let, let, let's jump into it. All right. Well, before we even this, this is the preseason schedule kicking off this weekend. Tonight we got the Giants, Patriots. A lot of noise coming out of the Patriots camp about the offense not being where it needs to be. Patriots starters aren't playing tonight on offense, so mm, I might be calling bullshit on that. And Belichick, I trust, at least for right now. Friday, we got the Falcons versus the Lions. We got the Packers versus the 49ers. Anybody you looking uh, forward to on those those two games forward to seeing? 49ers. I want to see if, um, you know, the young boy get his get his shot, see what he looks like with another, you know, color on the other side of the ball. So, look and see Trey Lance go out there and, and see how he looks in his first his first game. Yeah, some full speed reps. I'm right there with you. And even Jordan Love. Jordan Love, I'm sure, get a lot of reps in that practice, in that game, um, you know, to back up Aaron Rodgers. So, interesting to seeing him as well. We got the Chiefs Bears. Looking forward to seeing our guy Joshua Williams out there getting some live reps. Out, no doubt. Um, Colts Bills. We'll talk about that a little bit more about the what came out about their offense. Uh, Seahawks Steelers. I mean, Cowboys Broncos. Let's go back to the uh, Seahawks Steelers. I've been seeing a lot of clips coming out of Steelers camp. Um, you know, we got Mr. Trubisky. Then we got the young boy K. Pickett. Uh huh. Who hey. you said they should go without the gate? And I, and typically I won't say that with the young boy, but Facts. I've been seeing some clips, man. So I'm I'm interested to see how that quarterback competition uh, pans out going into the uh, first regular season. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of season. a lot of um George Pickens highlights that receiver they yeah. got out of Georgia. Um, yeah. and I, his talent has never been a question. I think the reason he went where he went to draft is maybe some off field concerns, but. Talent-wise, and we know how the Steelers draft wide receivers over the years, and he looks like he might be they one of them miss. ones right that neck. But, yeah, they don't miss at that position for some reason. And then um, rounding out the week end with the uh, Vikings Raiders. So a um, lot to catch up on. Coach starters, they will be playing for the – he said basically uh, I think Frank Reich said Matt Ryan will be playing the first quarter of uh preseason game one now this is very different for the Colts and how they've done things recently in the past but as we know we probably talked about at some point we start off shitty almost every year them first two three games is zero and two one and two something like that um so what, what do you think about this news coming out Matt Ryan and the starters playing the first quarter in their opening uh preseason game um, I think it's a it's it's a number of ways you can look at it, right? So obviously you always have a plan going into the game. You know, um, hey, we're gonna play first quarter, but who who knows what that plan um turns out to be if Matt Ryan in the offense goes out first series and looks great, have a 10 play drive and score, mm-hmm. you know, they could be like, Okay, well, Frank could be like, all right, man, I, I seen what I needed to see, you know, sit down. Um this first quarter could be a situation where okay, let's let's try to get it. You know, get the guys out there, get them warmed up. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. it's always good playing against another team, um, and see and see how see how it flows. You know, but I think it's I think it's good. I think it's good for Matt Ryan. I think it's good for that offense. Yeah. You know, you got young receivers in there that they need to get that timing with Matt Ryan um, outside of camp playing against your, uh, your your teammates. So I think it's not a bad thing. Um, yeah, it's not a bad thing. I think it's it's something that the the coach need that offense needs. So. I'm looking forward to it. How about you? What you think? I, I like it too. I liked it too. That was um, one of the first things I said when I saw it on Twitter. Like I like because a lot of people say, "Oh, you don't do this. You're not risking injury and this, that, and the third. But a lot of moving parts on that offense. Um, obviously, a new quarterback, Matt Ryan. Um, you want him to get live reps in this offense. Uh, some new coaches on the staff, both sides of the ball. You want them to get kind of like that dress rehearsal. Um, first time coach, really. You got Weez, uh, Reggie Wayne. He, yep. This is his first time uh, on the sideline coaching. Mike Mitchell, yep. I believe Cato June, as far as on the NFL level, yep. um, and probably more. So you you, you want to get those things worked out. And then um, if you got your quarterback out there, you got to have your old line out there um, getting reps. And this young, young wide receiver room, um, you know, Alec Pierce, Paris Campbell, Michael Pittman Jr., all these guys are young, a, a young tight end room. Uh, so you got a lot of moving parts and a lot of people who need these live reps. I think Frank, uh, the head coach Frank Wright, is kind of switching it up too. Sure, you can't keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result. So, yeah. hey, let's go out there and get these pads hit. 
um, get some plays under our belt, get out of there healthy, like you said, and maybe have a plan right now for the first quarter, but they go out and put together two, three drives, they out of there, man. And uh, I think 28, though, JT. Score. Hey, you about Jays. Four carries. Get him no, out of here. Jays. Bucket had sunflower seeds. That's a game plan for uh for Jonathan, for Jonathan Taylor. Uh I don't think he need any carries. Uh because yeah. he gonna get you know more than enough throughout this season. And um, you know, I think I think he's pretty he's pretty good where he's at. But uh I, I I'm looking forward to it. And for us, we get to see you know some starters play some reps and i'm sure everybody will break it down a lot but once again these preseason games are essentially a glorified practice dress rehearsal for these coaches and players so i think it's the right move no doubt and two things like even you know we were talking about the detroit Lions, how they have a lot of former players on their coaching staff so you talk about the coach they do as well you know yep. Frank right kevin mawai you mentioned reggie uh you mentioned mike mitchell you mentioned kato june so they have a, a number of guys that's been through the through the trenches as well, yeah. that's been through the process that can, you know, relay that information, relay the message to the guys, you know. So I think that's um, that's helpful. And then another thing that we didn't talk about on the opposite side of the ball is just the absence of Darius, well, Shaquille Leonard. Yeah. Um, you know, having back surgery and not knowing how long he he's going to be out. I think one thing to look at is to see who will be able to step in um, in his absence. As obviously, we always talk about the next man up. Um, yeah. He's a a baller for sure, you know, um, take away, a take away King, you know, get the ball um, back into the office's hands. So not having him out there, I'm looking to see who can step into that role and be effective yeah. as well. Absolutely. I'm excited, man. I'm looking forward to, to seeing these guys, man. Black man, Nick Cross, the rookie. He, he's he listen one on the depth chart, strong safety, been hearing some rave reviews about him. Yeah. Same with, um, Gilly lock. They saying he, Hey, he, he looking like that dude out there. So uh excited, man. See what Gus Bradley's defense is going to look like. Our guy Yannick, who coach Nation is loving him. Hey, uh, already. Out, out in the community, man, making an impact. I love this. Early scene. doing this thing, man. Um, Let's jump into this. NFC North. The odds starting from the top. The obvious favorite in this division. Uh, led by the back to back MVP Aaron Rodgers. You got the Green Bay Packers up there at minus 155 to win the NFC North. And second, um, you got the Vikings at plus 240. Then you got the Detroit Lions at third at plus 950. And you have the Chicago Bears down there at plus 1200. Um, okay. Okay. Let me see that. Any surprises there for you? Or you you know, pretty much no, expect no, no, no surprises. Um, I think that Minnesota and Detroit, I think that can kind of go either way. But I, I see Green Bay winning the division. I see you got uh, Minnesota and Detroit going either way. Yeah, I think Minnesota. I think Detroit. Detroit might surprise you, like you said. Like last year, Detroit played teams hard, played them Facts. hard to the to the to the you know to the clock hit them zero. So if you could turn three or four of those games into w's you know you, you you can have some and then you know you already said they win seven games that's a um that's a good season so seven eight yeah go seven, seven eight, eight games that's a good season for them so I, I can see minnesota and detroit you know um fighting for that two three position but i got green bay when i got chicago um you know at the bottom you've you seen a little you've seen some chatter heard some chatter um out there in chicago um linebacker roquan smith you know yeah for asking for a trade feels like you know the team's not valuing valuing his um his position or valuing mm -hmm. him as a player so we'll see what what comes up with that but i just think chicago granted having some some dogs having a defense that's you know that's that's that i can robert clinton that i would say that could be top five at any time. Um, but I just I don't know, man. I don't know why, you know, Chicago just can't get over that hump. Yeah, and you got a, you got a new GM, you got a new head coach, uh Fluce, ever Fluce ID coordinator just left the Colts. Uh, but Roquan Smith, you can't, in my opinion, I'm coming in as a GM. I ain't let my best player walk out the door <laughs> in his prime. He's 25 years old. Hey. I think a couple's uh, all pros under his belt, tackling machine. 
And when you think about Bears and the Bears, I mean, think about their defense historically. Uh, I don't think they had a quarterback that, that has passed over 4,000 yards ever. So you think about that defense, you think about the linebackers that have come through there, you know, the the, the Briggs, Erlackers, Singletary's, all that whole lineage of linebackers. He fits yeah. right in that mold. You don't let yeah. 5'8 walk out of that building. So, um, and he and he put in there in his in his statement that he put out like, hey, I haven't talked to the owners yet, and maybe they can fix this thing over. But as far as right now, I don't see a path back um, to this team. And they took him off of pup, I think yesterday, physically unable to perform list. So we'll see. It may be some movement there, but if he does go to another team, it's a, it's a hell of a pickup, hell of a player, a hell of a pickup, man. We got Ice X. He threw his prediction. <laughs> for the NFC North. Very bold, Ice X. He has the Ice, you got to get off that shit, brother. <laughs> the Vikings winning the division. Like The Lions at two, Packers at three, and the Bears at four. I don't know if he trolling or what. <laughs> yeah. I, I, bold yeah, nah. pitch right there, Ice X. That's bold. He might sound like a Vikings fan to me. But, um, yeah, I, I, you know, the Vikings, the, you, once again, Every team has a different expectation. Every team has a different roster, different coach, all these different things. The Vikings should be looking around like they should feel like they are the favorites to win this division. Um, you got you got a good quarterback on the center. You got a new head coach that's coming in with, you know, it's coming from a great offensive scheme with that Rams. You got great personnel up and down this roster offensively and defensively. So there's no reason that they shouldn't look at themselves as, you know, the favorite in this division. And um, you know, compete for a title. You know, that, that's that should be the standard and the um the goals for this for this season over there in Minnesota. So them at plus two forty, I think is good value to win this division. I still got the Packers. I think their defense is really really good. Um, and obviously their quarterback and their offense is really good as well. It'll be interesting to see how they replace Devontae Adams by committee. But I, I got the Packers winning this division. But that Vikings at plus two forty, not a bad play in my opinion. Not a bad okay. play. Let's get to these uh, over-unders. Which one you want to start with? The Packers? Yeah, that's, that's all at, no, it's all at the bottom. Let's start at the bottom. Start at the bottom. Go to the, go to the top. <sighs> Got the Chicago Bears. According to the FanDuel Sportsbook, they're over-under set at five and a half. Chicago Under. Bears. Justin Fields going into his second year. Um, don't think they did enough this offseason to help him out offensively. New defensive head coach. You lose your Not best a huge team, fan of the person. Yeah. So we five and a half. I think I'm with you. Got a quick look at their schedule right here. Um, they are this they're playing against the NFC East and the AFC East look like hold on Patriots on there yeah Patriots Dolphins yeah AFC East and NFC East so you got the Niners Packers Texans Giants Vikings Commanders Patriots Cowboys Dolphins Lions Falcons Jets Packers Eagles Bills Lions Vikings that's their season five and a half you say under. I say under. I don't know. I see some games. Texans, Giants, Jets. They got to win six Lions. games. Six games. Them divisional games. Them that the, the 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 Detroit. Them them games can go either way. Right now, six games. I don't see it. You don't see it. I don't see it. Yeah. Five and twelve. The Chicago Bears went five and twelve this year. You would not that be sound about right. Yeah, that sounds about right. I, I'm under with you. I'm under with you. So we both under on the win total in Chicago. Sorry, sorry, Flus. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Sorry. Detroit Lions only expected to win one more game than the Bears. That's set at six and a half on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Over under here. I'm going over with the uh, Detroit Lions. I'm I'm with you. I'm gonna go over. You say I'm and you, you said it. it. It just happens right. You said it. You said seven wins, eight wins. That's a that's a that's a good season for them. 
I guess the go, sports book agree. I'm gonna go over. I'm, I'm going go over, over too. Detroit Lions. So we both order. I mean, <laughs> over. We both over. You got a, a snapshot of their um, Ooh, season right here. Ooh, week one gonna be tough. Week one. That's gonna be a good game. I think that's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be tough. Who we got, AB? Who we got? We got Philly. We got Washington, Minnesota, Seattle, and New England going to the bye week, week six. Uh, it's a little early. Mm-hmm. Um, the early bye week. Yeah, after the bye week, we got Dallas, Miami, Green Bay, Chi-Town, New York, the Giants, Buffalo Bills, Jaguars, Vikings, Jets, the Panthers, and then we're going to um, finish the season out with the Bears in Green Bay. Mm. That's a, that's, that's that's a schedule right there. there. Yeah, that's a tough that's a that's a tough schedule. And you got uh Buffalo Bills on Thanksgiving. That'll be um some good football to watch on uh and speaking of Thanksgiving, just seeing this in here. The NFL, according to the sports business journal. The NFL has been busy tinkering with this schedule over the past couple of years. They took away one preseason game. Added an extra regular season game and set up a Christmas triple header for 2022. The NFL is again expected to try something different in the future in the form of adding a Black Friday game as soon as 2023. So, um, just seeing that, that'll be it's always good for us fans. More football, more football, yeah, more football. So, we both are over on the Lions six and a half. Yep, all right, we got the Vikings. A little mm. higher expectations up there in Minnesota. They're set at nine and a half. You're getting plus money, plus 105 barely um, on the over. But uh, nine and a half wins for the Minnesota Vikings, over or under? Do I see the Vikings winning, winning 10 games? Kirk Cousins. Got your guy out there, GM. First-year GM. Quasi. Quasi, new, new head coach. I'm gonna go over. Kevin O'Connell, you going over? I'm gonna go over. I think I'm with you, man. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna go over. I'm with you. I, I I I got high expectations for this team. I got high expectations. I think they underachieved last year, and this is one of those teams. I'm not sure the number, but they lost a lot of close games last year. And like you mentioned earlier with the Lions. And anybody that's been watching ball, betting on ball, playing ball, it is a fine line between winning and losing in the National yes. Football League. Like it, it's, you look back at the season, you be in that locker room week thirteen, you be man, we could have been, yeah, we could have been eight and four. We, if we would have just them four plays would have went our way, it's a whole different record. And uh, that was definitely the story with on uh, the Minnesota Vikings last year. So higher expectations. Um, I'm sure in that locker room and obviously outside of it as well with their win total been at nine and a half. I'm with you, AB. I'm over. I'm over here as well. I can see them winning 10-11. And, and like I said, I see them competing for for that division. That's a lot of synergy. Going, hey, we, got, we got some, we, we got some synergy going there, on man. these picks and these over-unders right now, D-Buck. Think- you remember last year when we was on the same page, the record was pretty far. You got good. Yeah, so. Right. Got now we go up to uh, – Lambo, go pack, go. The over under set at ten and a half. Over for the Green Bay Packers. I think what last three seasons they've been thirteen and three. That defense is gonna help them. That defense is going. It's, that defense is gonna help them a lot. Not and not really. saying that. Um, really good defense. Yeah, man, that defense is. They gonna get the the opposing teams off that field. It's just gonna give Aaron Rodgers more time. To have the ball in his hands, and that's as an opposed opposing team, you don't want that. Um, I think it's Facts. gonna be <laughs> with the offensive defensive side, um, on the ball, you know, show up their special teams, um, make sure you don't lose the game, yeah. Um, but yeah, Big I got Bob Tanya coming back. Hopefully, um, they get Bakatari back at left tackle back healthy again. He's one of the best tackles in the game when he is, obviously, on that blind side for Rod. And shit, we gotta expect him to having have an elite regular season at this point. It's been the playoffs where they have fell short, but um, regular season they they've had it, they've had it figured out. So I'm going over ten and a half. There you go. As well, 
Uh, and, you know, A-Rod, you know, he probably didn't win and did his, his ayahuasca thing again. Um, you going to do his thing. Let's look at this schedule real quick for the Packers. You know they got a tough schedule when you come off a season like they did. Mm. Um, out the gate, got two divisional opponents, Vikings, Bears. Man, how you, feel, you get- how you feel coming out the gate having two divisional opponents? You win both of those games. You 2-0. and on the season, you two and on the division, man. Like how like that's tell, big. I like tell the people how that how you that, hey, that's big. Come coming out of the gate because obviously the division game, divisional games, you know, they count a little more. You yeah. know, when it comes to because getting to the playoffs is about winning your division more times than not. But um, that's big. You come out because you got to be early, you got to be clicking. These are meaningful games out of the gate. No so um, when you, you face these guys, the Packers are gonna face. The Vikings again, the second to last game, and then the Bears again in December. So honestly, those would be two complete different teams, you know, at mm-hmm. that point in the season. So it's good to come out of the gate ready, maybe catch some teams that aren't where they need to be, um, and get that jump start on the division. So that's that 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 can be big, especially for the uh for the Packers. Um, so you got those two games, you got the Bucks, Patriots, Giants, bye week early again, week six nah. bye week. No, no, no. Um, by week. Oh no, that's week fourteen. Week, week 14. Yeah, I'm tripping. 14. My fault. Gold package. What is that? Okay. Uh, week six. You got the Jets, then Commanders, Bills, Lions, Cowboys, Titans, Eagles, Bears. Week fourteen. Uh, by week. What you think about that by week? Week fourteen. That's that's a late one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a late when they crawl into that bye week. They go, yeah, they crawl into that one. But um, week fourteen, so that'd be December eleventh. They'll be off. Jeez. Yeah, that's 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 rough. Um, yeah. and then uh, coming out of the bye week, you got the Los Angeles, you got the L.A. Rams, you got the Dolphins. Uh, that's Christmas. You got it. So you got a Christmas game with the Dolphins. Then you got the Vikings, and then you close up the season with the Detroit Lions. So uh not a slouch. Not a slouch. You know, when you have a, a you know, you finish the top of your division the previous year, typically you're gonna play the tough, you're gonna have a tougher schedule and playing a lot of the uh well, a couple of those one seats from other ones. Um go ahead. Yeah, ten and a half. We both over. We both yeah, over we on both that one. Um Ace Boogie asked a question: What's the ideal week to have to buy? I'm looking at like week 10, week nine, week 10. Yeah. Um, if you can get it, not not right there in the middle, but you know one of the two, one I would say one or two games after, you know middle week week nine week ten, um, that's what I would say kind of ideal. Yeah, same. Any any anywhere between that, shit eight to eleven, anywhere in that window, I think. Yeah. Uh, Pretty good, but that I think there was a week fourteen by week. Like, like AB said, you you crawling in that one, man. Hopefully you come, you know, you come out fresh to end the season. But that, that's 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 rough. Yeah, that is, that is, that is. Um, I think we had a um a question off the Twitter. M two M. Um, let me see where I can, if I can find. You seen it? There you go. Is this it? Yeah, that's it. That's um, it. That's it. Um, Archie Greer. Archie Greer. With the controversy that surrounds PI at times, um, past interference, do you think they should approach it like face masks? They tend to overlook illegal contact for an uncatchable ball, so would it make more sense to make it 10 yards for both and keep it moving? Hashtag M2M live. I think they changed the face mask joint. I think they they do it all where it's either that 15 yard or it's nothing. Um, Now... But the, as far as P.I., I think P.I. should be a 10, 15-yard penalty. I hate that it's a spot foul. Yeah. 
Agreed. Um, so that you know, because you get bailed out. I saw it a lot last year with like underthrown balls and the receiver. It almost like they were intentionally coming back and trying to make contact with that uh, defensive back because they knew they were gonna get that flag. Um, so I, I don't like that at all. That's a 40, 50 yard play sometimes. So I just think they should change that rule. And of course, defense is gonna take advantage of that. You, should, you don't grab somebody, don't give up that touchdown. That's what we do anyway, but um. But yeah, I, I would want to see that change from a spot foul to a fifteen yard penalty. Yeah, no, nah, um, I agree with you. Um, yeah. I hate the I hate the spot foul. Definitely ten to fifteen yards. You know, what I mean, if you offense the side of the ball, I'm a receivers coach. I'm an offensive coordinator. Shit, I'm gonna teach my guys. Hey, quarterback, if you don't have anything, throw it up. The receiver, mm-hmm. you know, just what you need to do. You know what I'm saying? And maybe they can bail us out. So I'm definitely with you, man. I, I don't agree with the spot foul. Definitely ten to fifteen yards. And keep it going. Yeah. Man, the same page, same page once again. Um, we got some NIL news. Crazy week in NIL. I ain't even gonna read all this, Tom. It's a lot. Yeah. But uh let's look at this though. Kentucky star Oscar. I ain't gonna mess his last name, Oscar T, my dog OT, to make five hundred thousand dollars in NIL deals. On a week-long Bahamas trip. Sheesh. Get your young, get your money, young man. Get your money. Sign me to up. Week long in Bahamas. Taking some pictures, signing some auto, signing your name. And paid a half a ticket. I need the hey. details on this. Hey, give me but, that. Uh, yeah, that's that's a uh, big time. Hold on, let me. I might have to read a little bit of this. Uh, Two thousand top trading cards and a stack of other mem- mem- memorabilia. Memorabilia. Oh, yeah, you can knock that out in a couple hours. And yeah, in his hotel that he had to sign. Um, bringing his total nil earnings to about two point seven five million. A source told Tucker. So uh, he made twenty thousand a month in apparel sales alone in the U.S. Through, loop, through a loophole. His first big purchase was a house for his mom. And now he wants to uh, use his earnings to help thousands of kids of the Congo. So, I mean. That's awesome, man. I respect it. And I love to see Facts. it. I love to see it. Yeah, that's 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 dope. That's dope. I actually saw one school. I'm not sure who it was. But they basically said they're going to be offering a base salary for every player on the football team. Um, I can't think of what school it was, but uh, Senile stuff taking off, man. It, it's you know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be. I say five years from. I want to say five <laughs> years from now, two to three years from now. I think everybody's gonna have a base salary for their guys. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have, you're gonna have to do it to compete because if you were three, four, five, wherever you are, you know, everybody kind of the schools are competing against these same level prospects. So if Two schools doing it in your uh, in your conference shit. You gotta you gotta get with the time. So love to see it, man. Love to love to see it. Uh, you know, just protect yourself as much as you can. Players have some good people around you, great filtering people. some of these people. Yeah, great people around you if you can, filtering some of these deals out, reading the fine print, have a lawyer look over the paperwork. Um, but yeah, love to see it, man. Bought his mom a crib already while you in college. Hey. Looking out for people back home in the Congo. I mean, it don't get no better than that. Yeah, that's it. Put that good juju in the air, man. Doing what you're supposed to do. Big facts. 500 racks for fake. That's, that's, yeah, that's 2. hard. 2.22. Want to have mail already? That's hard. Um, all right, what up? We got anything else to get to? I know we saw... Uh, <laughs> you saw this... Uh, so doing it five for the people who haven't seen let's play the video i think we got here we got a video here we go hides in the third his phone comes out of his pocket now that's a first (laughs) and there's adam hammery dude your phone is down come on man hides in the third his phone comes out of his pocket now that's a first (laughs) and there's adam hammery dude your phone is down it so would be you, the pirates too. So what you think? You know, uh, you know that the dugout. You know, I, I, I'm not a, a huge baseball fan. I don't follow baseball a lot. Uh-huh. I dugout. I know baseball is just it's it's 
a lot different than football. You know, a lot more games. Dug out the clubhouse. Out, you know what I mean? It's just a little different. So what you think? You know what I'm saying? He had the phone and junk, you know, texting or whatever, setting set the night up. Yo, you want, you want, oh, shit. Put the joke. Yeah, you, hey, man. Come on, man. You got to be locked in, man. It's hey, a, it's you up, a. You up. It's a three-hour game. Like you said, I'm not sure. I'm not even sure who to play. You know, no disrespect to play. I'm just not sure who he is or what his role is on the team. He could be a punch, pinch runner, a punch, pinch hitter, or maybe he's a full-time player. Who knows? But either way, wherever you are on that roster, you got to be locked in, man. Looks, give, me, give me those three, four hours to just be fully locked in, fully engaged to the game, or uh, to have your phone in your back pocket, bro. And then to have it now, now the whole organization is embarrassed at this point. We got one of our players sliding his phone slide out of his back pocket. Come on, bro. You 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 gotta be locked there. I'm sure he catches a bunch of shit in the in the in the clubhouse. They messing with him. I know he getting on social media, but you gotta look in for these. Come on, give it give us three, four hours, bro. That's that's crazy. That yeah, that's that's crazy. That's wild. That shit was funny. I saw us. Come on, and you see the ump like, bro. Come on, man. Like, it, <laughs> that a phone for real? Like, you serious? <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Hey, but before we get out of here, man, huge news, man, huge news, man. Pat McAfee, um, continuing to change um, the game, change the game, and make moves. Um got NFL rights and I don't know and I don't know if if you guys know how huge that is or how big that is um I know we've we've put the uh some clips up here and they've kind of you know they chill, chill out with that you know so to be yeah. able to partner with the uh with the NFL um and be able to use the the mic up and you be able to use um you know their cut ups and things of that nature, yeah. man. That's 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 big, man. So shout out to Pat McAfee once again. Changing the game, man. Yeah, always always up to something. And this is like you said, man. Like you alluded to, this is this is huge. This is ultimately, um, you know, what separates like the big networks from a lot of other people because they are the ESPNs, the CBSs, Foxes. These people are able to play these clips because they have those copyrights. So they can play those highlights. They can have a top 10 highlights. We can't have that. We want to show the top 10 plays from the pre. We can't do that because we don't have the rights. So for Pat to have these rights to use every day on this show and actually be partnering with the NFL to create content and get some mic'd up stuff, um, he'll have some further announcements with that. But that's going to be a game changer as well. Um, Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's unprecedented. I think – this is the first time that they've done it with like a, a single person as far as the show goes. Um, so dope, man. Continue to yeah. change the game uh, for him and others, man, because he kind of laying a blueprint for other people, you know, former players or not, and doing kind of back to what we saw in the Lions. Hey, being yourself, you know what I mean? For so long, things are done a certain way, and people think it's the only way to do it. So go out there, be yourself, stay true to who you are, continue to build, change the game, man. So proud, proud of Pat, man. That's, that's dope. Nah, for sure, for sure. Salute, man. Yep. We got uh anything else we get up out of here? That's about it, huh? That's it, man. That's it, man. Enjoy these games tonight. Enjoy these games this weekend, preseason games. Um, and you know, have a great, great weekend. Blessed weekend. You heard it, man. Enjoy your hey, weekend. We back. Oh, before side. we get out of here, man. Happy happy B day to my pops, man. Hey. Happy meeting, Mr. B, man. Pops, pop out. You know, we got a bunch of names, man. Shout out to the OG, man. True OG, man. Appreciate you, Pops. Love you. Um, got Leo's everywhere in the crib. <laughs> Happy birthday to Pops, man. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all uh, supporting, supporting the show. Big things coming this year, man. We'll be shit without y'all, man. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. We out of here, man. See y'all on uh on Monday to uh a mid mid reaction Monday, the preseason. We won't overreact too much, unless somebody go out here and just do something crazy. Crazy. <laughs> but uh, we'll see y'all on on Monday to talk some shit, man. Yes, go. Sir. Peace.
Hey, uh, quick comment before we get out of here. I see Jeremy, obviously a big Ravens fan. He said the Ravens winning tonight. I think the Ravens have won like what 20, 20 something straight preseason games, <laughs> which is you know obviously don't mean nothing in the grand scheme of things, but that's crazy. So I, I'm with you on that with Jeremy. You got Tyler mm-hmm. Huntley out there who who's a baller. We saw him baller. play yeah. extended time last year, so. I think they do win tonight. I might take. I might. I might be a degenerate and go bet on the, some preseason tonight, but uh, or this weekend. Twenty straight preseason game. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, that's it, man. We out of here. You got anything else? Nah, that's it, man. How we going? See y'all Monday. <laughs>